0: Welcome everyone to the Last Video Store Clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the Last Video Store Clerks. (laughs) Pull, pull this back. The pole. Take the pole in your mouth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Real close. hmm Have you ever watched the Scream TV show? No. I wanted to, but I don't know. The mask was off-putting, that it wasn't the same mask. Well, you know, when they did Teen Wolf and I watched one of those. Yeah, you heard my story about. When we were in Utah, I watched <laughs> that Wolfpack show with Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, in the middle of it, I realized it was an MTV show, and I was like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, have I ever done... I don't think I ever did any of their shows. You know, back in the day, Jackass, Beavis and Butthead, Daria. Um, I mean, that was their shows at the time. Well, in, like, <laughs> Road Rules, <laughs> when that first came yeah. out. the uh, Real World, well, before... Well, we were kind of passed the time of watching MTV when they started doing TV shows like that. Mm. Uh, Bo Burnham's. I watched that one. Zach Stone gets famous. But that was later. But that that was was... early in that, like the Mm -hmm. TV show time. I mean, I knew when What's-His-Name Carson Daly popped up, something big was going to change and things were different. Oh, you're going that far back? Dude, I was before that when I was first talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started watching MTV. Wasn't my so called life? Wasn't my so called life MTV or was that comedy? Yeah. Yeah, it was, right? Yeah. Okay. Jordan Catalano. But I kind of wanted to watch that Scream TV show just to see what it was. I I never got around to doing it. I need to go back and watch, like, Scream 3. I think that's the one I've seen the least. Just a couple months ago, I did them all, one through five. Once five was on Paramount Plus, I liked five, but I liked six. Way better. Yeah. Six. I've got some things I'm going to talk about. I didn't take notes or anything. I just got lost in this one because I was really excited. I wasn't going to, but, you know, I sound like a broken record. I mean, I'm me, so I looked a bunch of shit up as I was watching it, but I can't watch anything without imdb being the shit out of it. I'm just, I'm addicted to it. Sometimes I feel compelled to do it in theaters. Like, I don't, (laughs) but I have the urge, you know, like going for a cigarette kind of See, well, that's, I kind of started doing that, but it was for the weird reasons like i saw courtney cox and i was like how old is courtney cox and i was just curious i was <laughs> nice just way to say that. yeah i was just curious um and then i was like well wait a minute dermot mulroney oh well, did you see he was in it before i didn't let myself look at the cast before because i wanted to early and i was like well wait it's a scream movie i don't want to for sutherland this i didn't but at a certain point are I you st- talking about phone booth again <laughs> that rev- you know that whole thing, it sticks with me. So I wasn't going to key for myself by looking at the cast before watching a scream movie that I didn't know that much about. By the way, if we're going to spoil a bunch of shit about the movie, we will not tell you who Ghostface is. Let's not spoil the end of things in a mini. Roseanne's sister came back again, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you are listening to this, you should uh, you probably should have seen it because we're going to talk about it. You know what i appreciate this scream took us through the franchise there was a little bit of this and a little bit of that there was a lot of sprinkling going on lots of little easter eggs and there's that bigger thing towards the end there talking was about but i don't feel like they were overly playing fan service one thing in particular made me feel that the fucking gun in the convenience store the shotgun i was like well that's never fucking happened No, yeah. It renewed like my oh shit, that guy's dangerous feeling. Mm -hmm. You know when you watch a franchise forever? He was watching Jason takes Manhattan. Yes. When he like got home from Mm -hmm. that cold open scene. Mm -hmm. And I loved the way that cold open played out. And you knew from the trailer, you're like, his mask is old in this (laughs) one. I saw it in the trailer, man. This isn't the guy. What's gonna happen to this guy? I Mm -hmm. liked that. That they were like, we're gonna do all this shit we have never done before but the Jason Takes Manhattan thing was like the icing on the cake. Well, I mean, this is a story that has evolved over time. I mean, this started in the mid 90s. Dimension, wasn't it? Dimension Films. I wonder what this movie would have been if Nev Campbell had done it because she didn't do another one because they wouldn't pay her enough money. Is that what happened? Yeah. Uh. Did you notice like they accounted for her? Like it was mentioned in the story? Yeah, they had to do that. Yeah. Apparently, Hayden Panettiere was supposed to be in the last movie, but they couldn't find her. Oh. She hasn't been in a movie since Scream 4. 4. Well, you know, she was married to that boxer, but I think they got divorced. I think she probably just had kids or something, but she was on Nashville or something, and they couldn't find her. Oh, that's random. No, but she doesn't Klitschko, have an agent or anything. Heavyweight world champion of the world for years, dude. That's her husband. That's who she had kids with. Oh. God, I is it I forget which Klitschko. Oh. I don't know anything about people's personal lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't um, keep up she's well it's out of those boxers one of them is i think he's a mayor in ukraine because they're from ukraine and it's there's yeah whole thing anyway he's a mayor or a mayor like a mayor oh uh, <laughs> i think it's like the equivalent of a mayor i was like what the mayor in the and ukraine? like they're fr- so yeah i mean he's like part of that whole thing going on right now um they were both in boxing but one of them was definitely more successful god so she you know did that for a while mom thing Fucked a boxer <laughs> dude he had money from boxing he was like at the prime of boxing world champ it was probably a crazy good life Hayden Panettiere coming back though and she was like a hardcore looking FBI agent dude those boots on the conference room table that leather jacket was a little fucking elaborate for an FBI agent no her whole look for an FBI agent I was like is this her like I'm part. I'm I'm street FBI. I'm tactical street FBI. You want a TNT show, Hayden Panettiere? And one I just haven't seen her in so long. She looks different now. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Just saw Courtney Cox. So we're on the defensive. Well, and like Dermot Mulroney, dude. I didn't know that he was in it until I saw him, and I was like, he would be the cop dad. He's late for his best friend's wedding. (laughs) I don't know how that movie works. Wait, is it her best friend or my best friend's? Who's best friend? He's getting married to, I believe it was Cameron Diaz. And so she gets invited to the wedding and everybody's like, why didn't, you know, she's like, I should have made, you know, I should have done this. You never saw my best friend's wedding? No, I've never like actually watched it. No. I say a little prayer for you. Man, I have trouble. Like the, the line, as far as I go into the romantic <laughs> comedy section is father of the bride. Well, see, I think cause I watched so many movies growing up until the Matthew McConaughey era of rom-coms i was kind of up to date it's something about him doing like failure to launch and uh 10 whatever you know like as soon as he started popping those out i was like don't need it really i was just my least favorite genre of anything what about musical do you put it above musical Ooh, that's what i'm saying Uh, yeah i heard you say that i was like what about musicals uh, come on musical or rom-com i feel like you like musicals less yeah you're right you win Sorry. you win that one <laughs> called me on my bullshit. So <laughs> my wife says that she's going to make a list of all the things I say they are my favorite. Mhm. Because she was like, yeah, I mean <laughs> Your favorite is one thing. You can't like but you got a lot and Swedish It's because fish. I've diversified as I got older, you know. The palate changed. Like I can't say what my favorite book is cuz I don't have a favorite book. Mm-hmm. I have a favorite type of book uh what did you think about the aged mask like the worn mask like did nice touch i liked it it was distinguishing part of me was taking i i think i've done this every time for like four five and six is i take the scream movie too seriously at Mm. first and then i have to be like right it's a fucking scream movie (laughs) go back and watch the first one it's like this too it's just when i saw it i was just at that age where i was like this fucked up (laughs) you like how they brought back uh skeet ulrich for the last two i do i do like that i like that they used him less this time the whole hologram dad thing i was not (laughs) a fan of that in in five not at all but the reflection that's fine it was good in this one yeah like it was his trophy case you know like and was that knife supposed to be like the original knife dude was that like the knife they had talked about that and i was like that's a lot of fucking police evidence room and the L- same fucking room because that's every One town you know well no and that's from all the towns that's from woodsboro that's from la oh that's right you okay. know what i mean yeah, yeah. but i mean that makes it even almost more crazy right that you're getting like the best evidence from all of them yeah it's fucked up because i mean that collection In the Museum of Psycho Killer Memorabilia. How did Courtney Cox find that? I felt like there was no explanation for how she, like, stumbled on it. And then later they said... Oh, it was really paid for by someone else? Yeah. Because the way she explained it was they were actually rich kids, right? Like, at first I thought that they stumbled on the museum because she chased some money trail down. Mm Mm-hmm. But I still, I just didn't know how she got to that. Investigative reporting, Scott. <laughs> I know. That was one of those times where I was like, right, I'm watching a fucking Scream movie. Because the opener and the convenience store really like got me to be like, oh, yeah, this one's going to be a little. Bit- well, yeah, from the second you see the shotgun kill, the, uh, the ladder scene, do you have any thoughts on the ladder scene? I liked the ladder scene a lot. That was some of the stuff where I was, like, wringing my hands while I was watching it. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is what I like about well, it. Well, he said something about why he had the ladder. But I'm like, you had that kind of ladder? And it has the thing with a police procedural. You can usually guess about halfway through the episode which person was it that we saw. Because they always show you the person. The killer is always in the first minutes of the show of a 45 minute show then later there's some misdirects and stuff like that but once you watch a police procedural for a while you start to be able to figure out who it is and a good mystery like that you figure it out right before they actually reveal it to the main characters that's what I like about Scream movies no matter how bad they are or how uh how much they nailed the meta part of it where they do the the exposition the uncle randy parts <laughs> but in this one they tried to keep you guessing a little bit more than usual like you're saying the misleads the you know it's the misdirects were good and i really liked that i was guessing the whole time but i still kind of knew my suspicions were were right in the first ha- place yeah but like four got me i didn't i didn't get that one do you know what i mean though like right up to the last second out before i was like oh shit oh okay this one i was missing a part of it this one was more elaborate mm-hmm. is that has there ever been one where it was just one yeah they was said it, it three it was three okay yeah see three is the one i've seen roland most. right the director yeah i need to watch the first three again it's yeah. been a good long while i've seen one in the last year but not two and three and two, I've seen a few times. I don't think I've seen three more than one or two times in my life. With the red right hand. I did like that they got it back for this one. Yeah. Because it wasn't in five and it wasn't in four, I think. But it's in the first three. Well, yeah. and the thing is, is, you know, when you bring it back in this one, the sixth one. are It's they... at the exact same moment as it is in the first one where he's like explaining the rules. Did you look, is there? An, are they doing a seven or is this their nice stopping point for now? What do you mean? Is there going to be a Scream 7? Did you look? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. I know. Well, I think... I'm not going to be mad if they keep putting them out, and I'm not going to be mad if they never make another one. Well, you know, like, the the first three were, like, in a certain time period, you know? And then these next three weren't super close together, but, you know, they're definitely... Uh, you know, there's definitely a separation between the first three and the more recent three. And I just feel like, well, that's what you do. And then, you know, a decade from now... I'm next generation for like 63 year old nev campbell to make is like up a, in her house and he comes for her again. to jamie lee curtis that yeah shit. she finally gets paid what she's <laughs> supposed to get paid oh no by then you know the streaming wars i'm sure will be fought um <laughs> you know somebody's gonna come out on top with like a massive production company and one day she's gonna come back and fucking michael myers the shit out of that do you know what i wanted to mention was you know i like to do Product placement talks every now and then. Did you see the reoccurring uh, product in this one? Was it Celsius? No, it was (laughs) like it was. It was actually. I wasn't gonna pull some bullshit. Coors Light, man. Oh yeah, Coors Light was front and center three fucking times that I noticed. And the first time was when the cute guy across the across the way comes into the lobby and looks at her. Product placement is one thing. Who the fuck holds a six-pack the way he held the six-pack when he walked up those little stairs? I didn't notice. Up to Samantha. Samantha's the, the older the sister, brother? right? No, the cute guy. The one that she was banging but not telling anybody. When he first walks in and checks his mail at the mailbox, he closes it and he walks up. The way, He's holding it like hand open, like side of the six-pack facing her as he walks towards her. Who the fuck walks up holding a six-pack like that? Maybe he's just a delicate man. But then two more, and then in the surveillance van... <laughs> Well, it was at the frat party too, right? I didn't notice it there, but I noticed it three times after that. So I'm like, surely it was at the frat party too. I did look it up to confirm it, but the sorority, she says she's thinking about rushing. That's the same sorority Sarah Michelle Geller is in in two. Nice. And that was the beginning of two. No. The beginning of two is Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, was it not Tay Diggs? Omar Epps. Uh, Omar Epps. I always get those two guys confused. Me too. They They were coming up at the same time. Omar Epps was in a uh, in like an En Vogue video. Oh, maybe I think so. Possibly. I think that's the first place he appeared in my life. To speak of MTV again. Well, uh, the program. Did you ever watch that one? It's got the no. guy from A River Runs Through It. You talking about Brad Pitt? Fire in the Sky. You know, he was like the bad fire, in the one who was like the biggest suspect. Omar Epps was like the running back, that big guy. Did you ever see uh, Any Given Sunday? Yeah. The crazy roided out white dude. Who throws the like alligator and crocodile in the shower? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I know you. He's about. big in every movie. He was in Batman Returns as the son. How many fucking movies was that guy in? He was Texas Chainsaw Massacre the 03. Wait, he was in Batman Returns as the son of who? Christopher Walken's son. Oh fuck. Yeah. And so um Max Shrek's son. son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but uh you know what else he was in? I think it was the 03 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He was Leatherface. Oh. Mhm. But he pops up in all kinds of shit. I saw him in something recently. Um wait, was 03 McConaughey? No, no, that was like the 90s one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was the ni- that was the like weird one. Or something and wasn't like that. Renee Zellweger in that too? Yes. That's the one I um... like that one. I will defend it to the death. It was so fun. <laughs> when it came out, like I was like this is great. Oh, man. Um it's like Critters 3. It's like of, <laughs> It's the like Critters 3 of Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre movies. Oh, it's not as good as Critters 1, but it's in space. <laughs> well, no. Well, so that big jacked up guy, I know him as Latimer from the program, but Omar Epps was in that. I feel like that was 94, maybe 93, 95, somewhere in there. Oh, wow. Sorry. I, don't I started doing anything s- about that movie. I yeah. started doing some movie meshing. I apologize. Got way out into the boonies. Too. Yeah, we got into 90s weird movies, all because of Omar Epps. That's what's fun about these minis, though. Yeah. We don't have any fucking outline. Tay Diggs. Don't have to fucking tell you a summary. Go. We've talked about Go a couple of times. I think we should do Go for the hell of it. I haven't seen that movie in fucking years. I have it on VHS. And Sarah Polly's like award winning now. Sarah Polly's awesome. She's cool, man. Love the Dawn of the Dead remake. That one was good. James I was <laughs> Was it? He wrote it. Really? Yeah. Nah. Uh, I think Zack Snyder directed it. Did he not? Holy fuck. I am gonna have to look it up now. But there you go. I really liked that Courtney Cox interacted with Ghostface for the first time and that they acknowledged it. That was the meta shit I really liked. Well, had she never really like never been on the phone with him before? No, never. I didn't even think that that was a thing or not a thing, I guess. No, um, I love how she <laughs> it's all about true crime limited series these days. And it's like, geez, that's what we talk about all the time. Like as far as true crime goes, it is. It's all about that true crime limited series. Shit hooks me, man. I've watched more of those lately. Man, I would watch a fucking limited series about like a killer that was recurring. It was different people every time Mm -hmm. wearing the same costume. Real life sucks. Yeah, I was talking to somebody at work about this movie, and they were like, Oh, I don't watch those because it's like it's one of those things that's like fucked up. It's like it could be real. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's the scariest. I think I (laughs) commented on somebody's Instagram account. Like they put up a bunch of different things, and I was like, Well, I mean, ghost face could be your fucking grandmother she wants to stab you (laughs) so that's kind of fucked up a doll annabelle not as scary sadako from the ring not scary when aunt jackie is the killer yeah aunt jackie will come for you and she will fuck gail weathers up um yeah i didn't have a ton of notes you know i did say you know there's certain things in you know the rules well the rule this one was like there are no rules. Exactly. But why did Gail have to leave the closet? That was pretty dumb of her. If she had just chilled, she and was in the a closet with a gun phone. and a phone. Yeah. You're in a locked closet that the, he couldn't get through the door. Or he or she couldn't get through the door. And you've got a gun and a phone. Why leave the closet? I mean, I know there's some obvious things in horror movies. It's like, well, it's because it's a horror movie. They've got to make the bad decision. You're panicking, right? Like you're not straight train of thought. I yeah, have to make you go, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um run right into the killer's arms uh but locked ass room with a gun and a phone don't leave gail and then here's the other part about the gail thing i wanted to bring up she's like tell sydney he didn't get me and then they're like we've got a weak pulse you know what i mean like yeah like i thought she was dead i was i was cool with that but they don't acknowledge her for the remainder of the film Man, is she gonna be in another one? I mean, I wasn't even going. I mean, that this is an open the door character I wanted to be left with in the end. Gale Weathers. Yeah, I wanted fucking Dewey. Dewey. Yeah, yeah. Taking out Dewey in five was. Dewey didn't have a place in this one. I think it would have been weird to pull him to Manhattan. Uh, he could always be private security man. After all that time being sheriff and shit, no. Dude, it's experience you need to be a PI. <laughs> Would you go to New York and be a PI, though? Yeah. Unbelievable. He's got that cool little skip in his step. This was the longest one, too. Was it? Yeah. You know, I started it late, and I was like, please be an hour 30. And I was like, "I was like, of course it is. They used it, though. They I did. I didn't feel like it was a longer Scream movie. Well, and, you know, the shotgun scene, we've talked about that a couple times. It really was cool. This one's next level. Yeah, that really, you got me on board there. Like, mm-hmm. I like that. It started out with a ghost face, kill another ghost face, Mm -hmm. threw me a little bit for a loop where I was pretty excited. At times, this one seemed very strong, like just brute force. Felt a little more Michael Myers this time. Yeah. Oh, the train scene. You know, we see the subway scene in the preview in the trailer, and you're like, oh, that's kind of hardcore. But the way that they set it up. I thought that was kind of creepy. It's the way they drug it out, too. Yeah. And it got creepier and creepier. And it's like, you know, okay, put yourself in New York on the subway. Well, that could just be some fucking guy. He has no Mm -hmm. idea that you have any relation to that. Well, think about it. So it's obviously around Halloween, right? Isn't that what we're assuming all the Yes. Okay, so it's around Halloween. you got lots of people in costume, but then you've got fucked up people. And, you know, if you're that fucked up out partying, I think you could be passed out on a subway spot, like, you know, on the bench and next thing you know like somebody's getting shanked right next to you and then you're like oh shit like they weren't like that 5 minutes ago and my eyes were open you know, think about it you're all fucked up you got your mask on fucking airpods in i mean that's how you kind of got to live when you live in a place like new york yeah you can't be looking yeah that's how you get killed being nervous i know i'm i would no- i'm not going but people are like dude you can't hold doors open for people there if you ever go. Yeah, you walk like you know where you're going even if you're lost. Mm -hmm. Like, always. Mm -hmm. My parents used to ingrain that in me when I was a kid. We were in Pittsburgh. You gotta walk like you know where you're going. Always. Stick your chest out. Look forward. Don't look at anyone. Keep an eye out with your peripherals. (laughs) God, is the older ones Samantha, Sam, Billy's daughter? When did we find out she was Billy's daughter? Was it in five? Right. Right doing this episode yes because no shit it is because in five she's somewhere else with a boyfriend that's richie the one who ends up being the killer in five huey jack (laughs) jack quaid yeah (laughs) i can't wait for them to make a scream movie with none of the original people something completely fresh yeah it's okay that they're like you know bring in people back so would you along. uh would you go for a copycat or would you go for someone who's tied into the original storyline but not one of those main people you're talking about i mean we've already gone into new york maybe we should start a new one what like uk <laughs> I'm just fucking... australian outback oh uh, uh, ghost face it's like a dingo he's got like a real <laughs> smear down his face got a fucking all of a sudden like there's like kangaroos with knives taped to their front paws hopping around and shit Big ass spiders with scream masks on. hey Sydney Yeah, crocodile Dundee. Fucking the name Paul Hogan comes and out of the fucking. He kills all of Sydney, Australia. Oh, he's like you call that a knife. I liked the Scream movie. It oh. was good. It you know, any horror movie you have to expect a level of corniness at times, or like uh, continuity, or just like how. Uh, what's her name, Mindy? Uh, one from Leftovers. Uh, what's her name, Savoy Brown? Jasmine Savoy Brown. Yes, from Yellow uh, Jackets. Yes. So, dude, she gets fucking shanked in the fucking gut multiple times on a subway car. Those twins are fucking unkillable, apparently. It's those, uh, those old Randy jeans. One other thing I wanted to touch on before we leave it alone. Didn't you kind of wish that the the Billy and Sam came out? Maybe that is why there's going to be. There might be another. Why they kept kept flirting with it? You could do something kind of cool with that plot thread her knife skills and i feel like they emphasize that on purpose you know what i mean like that was like focus on this because dude her shit was like you know she was she yeah, had she's technique kind of, i mean sydney is one thing but this chick will fuck you up yeah and i like that like when the chick does the water on her right fucking bitch like, you know they gotta hold her back like she knows people are watching her and she's like no fuck that shit she walks into the frat party shocks the dude in the nuts yeah, that scene was rowdy. Yeah. I liked that. She's kind of a badass. You know, I know that we're not supposed to like Billy and what Billy stood for, and Billy was like the original. There's no reason to blame his children. Yeah, but I mean if or they're gonna child. If that's the, the course of the storyline, let's let's roll with it. Let's just throw a fucking <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get dangerously into the third installment of the most recent Halloween trilogy in that case. Which I can't really talk about with you. I don't think you've seen it, have you? I started it, never finished it. I think we would get into that territory. But so did you like the idea for next week? Oh, to do dungeons and dungeons dragons. Dungeons and dragons. Yeah, we need another mini. I'm probably going to put this mini up this week. So next week we're going to do kitten Caboodle. We don't even need to have a next time since it's a mini. What do you do with your noodle? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.